What's going on, everybody? It's David Ross with Peace, Love, and Blessings Podcast. I'm doing with my lovely wife, Dr. Nicole Ross. And we'll be just sharing um, our life's experiences and having fun talking about peace, uh, how we achieve peace, blessings, um, and th- even talking about our love and how we came to be. So, how are you, Dr. Ross? Hey, hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing so awesome. Happy to be on this podcast as we can just share life with the people, you know? <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. With sharing life, uh, what does peace mean to you? Oh, man, that's that's a good question. Peace. Immediately, I think about the importance of guarding my peace, you know, keeping my peace, not letting anybody or anything come and steal my peace. So peace actually means a lot to me. That being said, it means a lot to me. You know, I pray for peace because if if I understand how peace can have a significant impact on my mental health. So it's like peace mm. is a choice for me because at the end of the day, if I want to be healthy mentally and if I want to be able to focus, if I want to be able to be productive, I have to have that element of peace. So that's where you go back to that guarding your peace. That's where you go back to making sure, you know, that you're not allowing no situation, no circumstance, no person to come and kind of steal that from you. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You you talk about uh, mental health with when you, we're talking about peace and can you expound on that a little bit because I feel like the mental health piece is a kind of a stigma in our community uh, and now it's getting to where you hear guards of peace a lot and you hear people talking about mental health and and counseling and different pieces like that how do you feel about um marital counseling and and seeking counseling for peace you know i am i'm all for counseling i think it's great and i think if you need counseling get it right because unfortunately a lot of people who need counseling won't take the steps to get the help that they need um but for me you know i'm only can share my own experiences you know as far as that peace element and guarding it, I've realized, you know, in the, in the in the years of life that I've lived that it a lot of times our peace, if we allow it, so we can be just living life, doing our thing, doing what we got to do. And then something happens in the split of a moment, whether it's somebody will come and try to make you angry. You know, you could be driving down a road, somebody try to cut you off. You know, it, it could be different levels of it where something will happen. And in that moment, that thing or that person will try to come and snatch the peace that you had when you were just going about your business, right? But you have to be intentional. Mm. That's where that guard and that peace is. You know what, mister? You just cut me off as I was driving down the road. Have it. You good. I'm good. We pray. I'm in the car riding and I'm still good. I'm not going to get mad, (laughs) angry, honk my horn, try to chase you down the road. I'm not going to do all of that. That's tough though. It's tough for some some people, but see, when you guarding your peace... It's not tough because now your priorities have shifted, right? Because if I'm so focused on running this person down the road, now I'm no longer thinking about whatever it was I was trying to do. I'm no longer focused to do whatever assignment or task. I'm not productive in getting the things that I need need to get done. So it's like you have to be intentional about guarding that piece because at any moment, something or someone can come and try to snatch that piece away from you, pulling your mental, you know, now you angry, you upset. So it's like 
Ah, no, I'm not going to give anything or anyone that type of power to come and just take that from me. So that's what it means when I say guarding my peace. That's how I guard my peace. Right. That's good. That's good. I, I read something the other day and it was like, you know, peace is priceless and not it allowing really somebody to be be disruptive of my presence. And usually whenever it's a disruption of peace is anxiety because you're fearing the, the, the future or you're depressed, which is you're living in the past. So now for me is being clear and being where my feet are, being in the presence. And even in the midst of conflict or what's going on, making sure that I'm in the presence of, of, of one being contents of my, my, my mental and being positive and also being a good role model for those that are around me, because Absolutely. if they see me showing out and blowing up and going off, then guess what? That escalates everybody else. So understanding that my piece has the potential to escalate or de-escalate the situation, depending on how I react to whatever is going on around me. So I think that that's, that's been a huge lesson that I've been working on presently in my, my present self now, because that's like you say, that's really big. And that also helps that whole mental, mental health piece. Whenever we start talking about counseling and dealing with professional help as well. Right. Also, Trusting in God and knowing that he got me in any situation. Oh, absolutely. No matter what shalom, it seems like. You know? Yeah. That shalom, that, that peace of God is, 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 is priceless. You can't, you can't even begin to, to explain like that, that, that is a whole nother element of peace that, you know, that we haven't even touched on, but absolutely. When you know who you are in God, when you know that God is for you, that he's not against you, that he's fighting for you, that he's moving for you, certain things won't even matter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when you have that peace of God like that, that lives on the inside of you, that 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 shalom, you know, guarding your peace becomes easier because your focus is different. Your your confidence is different. Right. You don't have to go fight and track that man <laughs> down who cut you off because you like, right. OK, Lord, I'm going to let you deal with them. Let me keep it moving and doing what I got to do. I'm going to stay safe. God bless yeah. you. <laughs> God bless you. You know, that's that is that is huge. And you said something that sparked. Um, spark the thought about God being for me absolutely, and knowing who you are. Absolutely. That is critical, especially in those times of, of struggle and in times of travail, because it's not always going to feel good. Yeah. And it's not always, and it's not always going to seem to be good. And I think that that's one of the key things that we really have to look at and know that, you know what? Even Christ went through something. Yeah. Even he had to go through something. So it's unfair for us to think that everything is going to be great and we're not going through anything. Right, right, right. No, absolutely. You know, and knowing that at the end of the day, it's all working for our good. It may not feel exactly. good. It may not look good, but at the end of the day, it's, it's working. all working for our good, you know, and keeping that mindset. Absolutely. But see, and I, here, here's another piece, though. You have to be positive. Going through it. Yeah. You have to have a positive outlook That's going mindset. through it. Mm -hmm. You cannot be, woe is me. 
I'm this, I'm that in a negative standpoint, even though it may hurt. Yeah. And even though it may, may be tough for you to speak positive and speak life into a situation, you have to. Absolutely. Because you are, you got to understand that even this tough part, even the thorn in, in, in Peter's side was good for him. Absolutely. He asked God, can you take this from me? Ah, uh, not so much. You need that one. You need that to grow. You need yeah. that to, to be a reminder of where you've been. You need that one to help you for what's coming around in the journey later. You need that to stay on your face. You need that to make sure that you stay praying. You need that to make sure that you are surrendering to him because that's the thing when we're doing it on our own, you know, it's easy to get caught up. Oh, I got this. I got that. But God will quickly humble you and remind you like, no, you ain't nothing without me. You know, we need God. And so that thorn in that side reminds us that we need God. That thorn in that side, like I say, it keeps you praying. It keeps you, you know, turning down your plate and fasting if that's what you want to do, because you are reminded that, Lord, I need you. I can't make it without you. I can't do it without you, God. But even that, there's a there's a peace and presence, even if it's just a peace and presence of God. Oh, yeah. In those moments, even if you don't feel like it, it's being positive and understanding that it is present. Absolutely. And that's why I love the piece where Paul was like, yo, God, take this from me. I was like, nah, not so much. Because they even, even in that, he knew who was with them. He knew exactly who could change it. <laughs> you know? And then he was yeah. humble enough that whenever God gave him the answer that he didn't like, he still was mature enough to know that it was still working for his good. And for God's glory and for everybody else that was around him. And that is. And, and you know what? Even in that, right? It, the beautiful thing about that is that because of who Paul was and he asked God to take it from him and God didn't. But it didn't change his relationship ah, with God. At all. He didn't. How many times do we have it where we're praying and we asking God for something and it's like, God ain't listening to me. He ain't answering my prayer. So now, what I'm going to church for, what I read my Bible for, what I'm praying for. But it's like. So just because you ain't get the response that you wanted, you just going to completely turn your back. No, you can't do that. Like, that's a really good example that you're giving with Paul because Paul had relationship with God. Yeah, he was yeah. serving God. He was he was walking with God. He was doing, you know, what God had told him to do. And so it's so easy. He could have very easily been like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing what you called me to do. You know, I'm helping people. Right. And and I need you to help me with this one thing. And you're not willing right. to help me with you this one gonna thing. You ain't going to do this? <laughs> you ain't going to do that? So that's, that's another it. example of, you know, we pray and, and we might ask God to help us, to bless us, to change this, to, you know, add that. But God may not do that. And so we still have to be to the space where power is where we're like, you know what? But I'm going to still serve you. For God, I live. For God, I die. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to share the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world. That's the mentality that we have to say. It's a lot that can be learned from that example that you just gave. Man, that's 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 so huge. You know, even even with 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 what you were saying a lot of times when things are not going right in our life, the first thing is what do we do wrong? Oh yeah. Why did, why did it, why did it, why did he do this? And a lot of times you may have done absolutely nothing wrong. You might be, you might be in this sweet spot right there, you know, to transition into the blessing and what you've been asking for transitioning mm -hmm. to the, to the position and purpose and what you need to be in, not what you was asking for. I correct myself when I'm saying what you're asking for. Because a lot of times 
What we're asking for is not God's purpose and plan for our lives. What he see, we we ask a lot of times for the things that we want. Right. How we want the outcome to look. And I could only speak for myself. A lot of this stuff is just straight selfish. <laughs> I mean, what the Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So, you know, if we can just stay in that space for a second, like mm. we're asking for stuff, but God is like, he on a whole nother level with it. And we all the way down here. So yeah, we asking a miss, you know, and that's why we have to pray and ask God for his perfect will right. to be done in our lives. Because when, when we can pray his perfect will, we're not going to necessarily be specific. You could be asking God for, you know, to, to, to give you a, a new Camry when he want to bless you with a, a, a new Tesla. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So you right. you asking for this and God is like, but I'm over here and you over here. So it's it's just if we're able to shift our mindset and say, Lord, right. let your perfect will be done in my life. You know. And I'll say this, we ask God and we pray to God for a lot of things. But we aren't prepared when we get it. Mm. So we have to then be prepared because it's so easy to ask, 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 right? But we aren't prepared. It's like this thing about like this with a kid, a little kid, you know, they can be asking, can I have, can I have some cake? Can I have some cake? Can I have some cake? So you give them a piece of cake. Can I have some more cake? So you give them another piece of cake and you like, you don't need this cake. It's not good for you. It's going to, you know, it's not good for you, little Johnny. And you keep giving them the cake and let them eat the cake because they keep asking for it. Next thing, what happens? Right, Johnny's Johnny sick. sick now because <laughs> he done ate all of this cake. You see what I'm saying? Right. But that's what he was asking for. So it's like you got to just remember like the perfect will, his perfect will, no matter what. And ask him to prepare you for that mm. perfect will. Prepare me, Lord, for what you have for me, for what you desire for my life. Right. Because if what? when he does that, then when the blessing come, when the situation change, whatever you're praying for, you will be you want you all you can do is thank him for it because you would have been ready for it. Right, right. I think that that's the worst feeling in the world is to have a blessing sitting right there at your doorstep, but you're not prepared. Yeah, you're not ready to receive, to receive it. it. You're not ready to receive it, and you know, you and I, we've experienced that before. You know, so it's like, but it was a lesson learned. Oh. Hallelujah, it won't happen again. <laughs> You know, but yeah, oh. you we we've seen it. So the the blessings are there, and then you got to be be in position and ready to receive. But see, going back to what we were talking about, the piece of it, it didn't feel good when we could see it right there, and it was sitting. It's like, man, right. But having the peace of God and being like, you know what, I learned a lesson from that. Absolutely, I learned it. I got that in my tool bag now. Absolutely. Now, God, please forgive me. Absolutely. You got to repent. Absolutely. Huh. Please forgive me for not being prepared and ready to receive the blessing that you're blessing us with yeah. to bless somebody else. Yeah. Because that's the key. Like we could, we could ask for the world, but God is not giving it to you for you. God is giving it to you to bless others. And he's not taking you through it uh. for you. He's taking it through it, taking you through it so that you can help others. Right. Because that's sweet. That's one thing. Like I said, that's good. we, we understand we've been there. We've we experienced it, but now we can get on a podcast and we can talk about it. Now we can have conversations with our family, our friends, our loved ones, you know, even in our businesses and we can help other people to understand, listen, this is a mistake that we made. You don't have to make the same one. Wow. 
Right. You know, and understanding that the God that we serve is such a loving and gracious and forgiving God. You just hit on the key element. You, we have to repent. We ask God to forgive us. And guess what he did? He turned around and gave us the opportunity to receive right, it again. Right, right back. <laughs> so that's that's how that's awesome and loving that's he is. When we was able to recognize yeah. where we were, we were able to repent and ask God to forgive us. For not being ready, Lord, now prepare us so that we'll be ready. And guess what? After he prepared us, he turned around and gave it back to us. So that's how awesome the God that we serve. That's how awesome he is. Absolutely. And that's 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 just a testimony. And looking at it, it's like, yo, you're not always going to get it right. This ain't a get right journey. You know, this is a hills and valley journey. You know, and you might be on the hill today, but then tomorrow you're going to be on the valley. And then it's time to keep on going to get back up on top of the hill. Oh, yeah. So even in those moments, going back to peace, even in those moments, you have to savor the good times. You have to save it. Yeah. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. Even with that savoring, you have to be intentional and in saying, okay, okay, all right, I, I'm choosing this. I'm I'm going to hold on to this. Like, yeah, yeah. No matter I'm gonna what. Put the, I'm, this I'm sweet, a, I'm going to put this in yeah, my pocket. I'm, hold on so. to it. I'm not letting it go, <laughs> you know, and the enemy don't like that, right? So he's going right. to come in and he's going to try to do whatever he can to snatch it and steal it and take it from you. Because what does the word of God say? He comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy Right. So he going to be on his job, but that's where you have to be strong enough to say, no, nah, not today, devil. You're going to have to see me. I but ain't see, with it. This is it not goes back to still kill, destroy, peace, love, and blessings. All of it. You know what I'm saying? Peace, love, and blessings to, to revamp, you know, everything that he's trying to do, then we got to be quick to combat and be on the wall to make sure. Be I won't say be on the wall, be in prayer. Yeah. And be in God's face and seeking the will of God for what he wants us to be doing uh, and being really intentional and being on purpose in those moments is what I would say because they, they will come. Absolutely. That's, that's the tough, they, they will come is how will you respond when they come? That's where that preparation comes. That's where that preparation comes. You got to be prepared and ready, you know. And how do we, we what does the Bible say? We got to gird up our loins. You know what I mean? So when it comes, we got to have our loins girded with truth and, and just ready to, you know, deal with whatever, whatever it may be. And we deal with it through, through, through the word of God and through our relationship with God. Totally agree. Totally agree. Dr. Ross, it has been a true pleasure to do our first episode first of many first of many y'all stay tuned we're gonna we're gonna chop it up you know about a few different things you know absolutely i i have had a phenomenal time this has been really fun really really joyous talking about christ you know just really just chopping it up and allowing the world to see um see some of our conversations i'm i'm blessed to have these moments so as always 
Peace, love, and blessing to you and yours. Everybody connected to y'all. And I'll be safe out there. God bless.